following is brought to you by Canyon Ridge Church at Tacoma. For additional podcasts or information on service times and upcoming events, please visit us online at www.explorecrc.com. Everything comes from having good health. I told you last week I was going to make a big announcement. I'm going to do that. It's coming up about myself. But um, Percy Harvin, the big news that we got today, was that, or not today, yesterday, was that uh, he's not going to be able to play on, on tomorrow. Um, still has the concussion. And uh, so that's, that was a big bummer. Um, but everybody's been talking all week about how um, uh, the Seahawks and the Niners are so evenly matched. And it's going to be close game. I think Las Vegas has a three and a half point spread and, and all the talk, all the analysis is close game, close game, close game. So I'm going to make a bold prediction tonight, all right? And you will see how well I do. This is my bold prediction that tomorrow the game isn't close at all. Seahawks win by at least 10 points. That's my bold prediction. We'll, we'll see. One way, Percy Harvin isn't going to play. He is the most talented, incredible football player. Of course he is. They give him multi-million dollar contract because he's talented. He's super fast, uh, agile, great player. But none of that, he's rich, he's famous. None of that, none of that talent is going to help him at all tomorrow. Tomorrow, he'll be in sweats. And on the sideline, he'll be watching the game because he has everything, but without your health, he has nothing. He's out of the game. He is not able to participate. You know, when people talk about having a baby, they never say, oh, I want this kind of baby. I want that kind of baby. What do they always say? I want a baby that's healthy. That's right. Or when you're going to buy a car for your daughter and she's getting ready to go off to college and you know, she, of course, she has in her mind what kind of car she wants. But you think to yourself, I want a car that's yeah, safe, reliable. It'll work the way it's supposed to. It won't break down. And so we tend to not think about our health in these terms. We put all this effort into planning things. And you plan parties. And you plan your retirement. And you plan great big long vacations with great detail and great planning but we often fail to plan our health and it's probably because if you're in good health then it doesn't cross your mind doesn't even you don't even think about it I remember when I was young I never thought about being healthy or my health and so I just did what I wanted and then it caught up with me and so usually you don't think about your health until you're losing it or you're having a problem but we need to plan Our health lives have a theology of health, if you will. And so in this series, we're going to help you make a plan for your health. Now, maybe one of the categories that you choose will not have something to do with your physical health. But in some way, your health, we're going to help you come up with a plan to level up in your health. Now, we're not talking about massive, big, 
life-changing, amazing thing. That would be awesome if that happened. But I'm more of a realist, and I think that we need to set modest goals. We are expecting you to just take one step forward in the right direction. So uh, I want to turn your attention to uh, Romans chapter 12. One of the categories that we're going to focus on is physical. Last Sunday, I touched on the spiritual and how everything flows from the spiritual. Today, I want to just for a few minutes talk about the physical. When we're talking about leveling up physically, we're talking about two things, and that's it, just two. We're talking about food and fitness. Now, there are probably other things that could go into that category, but we're only going to focus on those two. Food and fitness. Say it with me real loud, will you? Food and fitness. Now... You pick up any book on those subjects and you are going to get one opinion. Pick up another book, you're going to get the opposite opinion. It's all over the board. I mean, this sugar is good for you, this sugar is bad for you. And everything's contradictory. Who knows? What do you do? Well, we've chosen the Daniel plan. That's what we're going to present. We're not saying that it, it fits everybody and it's the perfect thing for everybody. It's a guide. All right? And we're going to look at these two things, food and fitness, going up one level. All right, Romans 12. Does God care how healthy you are? Is that important to God? He says this, dear brothers and sisters, he's talking to Christians. I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Interesting thought, isn't it? To give your body to God. Have you ever thought about that? Because of all he has done for you, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship God. Don't copy the customs and behaviors of the world, but let God transform you into a new person. That's exciting words right there. The thought that God would transform you into a new person. I think a lot of people give up in different areas of their life and they say, well, that's just the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. I'm stuck with that. That's the way my marriage is going to be or that's the way my finances are going to be or that's the way my kids are going to be. And we, they don't believe God for a transformation. But that's what he's saying here specifically, that God can do something new. By changing the way you think. You will learn to know God's will, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. When it comes to fitness and when it comes to food and and your, your body physically, how you think about it is really important. Because a lot of times we have a wrong mentality or thinking or concepts about food. Sometimes we think that Food's purpose is to satisfy you, you know, because there's nothing like a satisfying meal, right? You know, a nice, big steak, potatoes, mashed potatoes, asparagus, and, you know, a good glass of wine, and just, oh, satisfying meal. And we tend to think about food in that sense. That's the wrong way to think about food. Sometimes we think food is fun. You know, we just, it's entertainment. We love to eat. We love to eat all different kinds of things. We love to go to parties and eat. One of the funniest things we had at our, at our family vacation is we went to Boca Beppo 
And you know, I got a big family, if you know my family, big kids, we're all big. And uh, Joy's little peanut, but the rest of us are big. And, and um, uh, so we, we, they, at Buca de Beppo, they have like regular size dish, and then they have extra large. But we didn't know what the difference was. And so we thought, well, hey, we're big people. We'll get the big one. And so we ordered four plates of the large portion, which we found out afterward, each plate serves 12. <laughs> and they keep bringing all this food. I and mean, this thing of lasagna was like that big. This was so embarrassing and humiliating because everyone around us was go- looking at and going, whoa, look at those pigs, and laughing at us. It was, it was terrible. But we think of food as fun. And that's the wrong way to see food. Or that food is comfort. Now, for me personally, this is a big one for me. This is a big one for me. I generally don't feel well most of the time. And so I look to food to be a comfort. You know, there's just nothing like a Snickers bar and a Dr. Pepper. You know? Or a Twinkie. Love Twinkies. There's certain things we love. And then certain food that we crave because it brings us comfort. Makes us feel good. Literally, you know, and maybe if you can't relate to this, then that's fine. But some people, it releases tons of serotonin in their body. And they literally feel happy and better. Like they get a buzz off of food. It's a comfort. And as we get into this, you'll see that spiritual and emotional feed into this same comfort stream as well. And we'll talk about that later. Or maybe that food is a relief from stress. You ever eat when you're stressed out? You know, you're just so, so stressed, you can't sleep. Get up in the midnight and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, triple decker, big glass of milk. You know, stress eating, using food as a relief for stress. Again, the wrong way to think about food. The right way is that food is for health. That's the purpose of food, and that's it, for health, for life. And so there are types of food, and we're going to teach you this, types of food that bring life and health, and types of food that bring death and poison. It's like literally dumping poison in your body, certain kinds of foods. We'll get into that later. But to level up, you need to start by thinking about food differently. A transformation of the mind. Thinking about knowing the difference between the different kinds of food. Knowing the difference between a food that'll kill you and a food that'll help you. Life-giving food and death food or poisonous food. And making better choices. And it's different for everyone. So you can't follow the plan that I'm going on. You've got to have something that's made for you. Everybody's different. One of the things that we're going to provide for all of the people that are uh, focusing on the physical aspect, that's the category you're going to choose, which is one I'm going to do, where every single Saturday during community groups, we will meet at 9 o'clock over at Franklin Pierce High School with an expert fitness person who will help us exercise every Saturday throughout the whole series. And uh, so you don't want to miss that. In each category, we're going to provide support. So we're going to have some clinics, some on prayer, 
teach you how to pray, some prayer clinics, teach you how to put together a prayer notebook so that when you have your time with God, it's very planned out and organized, you will find yourself going from 5, 10, 20 to an hour in prayer and thinking of it like that. Does that sound, does that sound crazy? Does that sound like that could never happen? Yes, that's what we're going to teach you. One hour of prayer, go like that, okay? And what a difference you'll see in your life, how it'll transform your life to have that ability to connect with God on a daily basis. So we're going to provide that extra support, some emotional support, and some groups that groups will meet together and encourage one another, support with a professional counselor, and financial support. If you're, just, that's the, you know, you're in trouble in that area, or, or maybe you just want to get better in that area, meet with somebody who's an expert on finances and help you and guide you and show you how these are some things you should do, things you shouldn't do with money, someone that has proven track record of excellent financial dealings. So all of this is being prepared to go an addition to community groups. Because we want this whole time of community groups this season to be not just something that you're hearing about or even that you're participating in, but something that will actually cause you to level up. Amen. Collectively carry you up to a whole new level, hopefully in such a way that your family and your friends will notice. Exercise, it's food and it's fitness. Our bodies are made for exercise. Our bodies are not made to be sedentary. In fact, if your body is too sedentary, it'll actually get very, very sick and eventually it won't work at all because our bodies are designed to be moving, to be active, and uh, to exercise on a regular basis. And so I'm going to teach you how to do that. Now, I have to confess, I have not had a good attitude about exercise. In fact, I downright hate it. With much, I have a, an easy chair, you know, a, a lazy boy. That thing calls my name. I love to sit in that chair. And I've not had a good attitude towards the super exerciser people. You know? Uh, I'm the angry fat guy that stands in the corner and you know, the super guys in tights and all ribbed out and everything. You know, just don't like him. So we're going to provide compassionate, wise support to learn how to exercise. You might think to yourself, eight weeks, well, that's a big commitment. Eight weeks of community groups, a couple more weeks leading up to that. Listen, we're talking about your health here. We're talking about the rest of your life. If you are in your 20s and you learn some of these principles, it is going to ch- it'll radically change your life for the rest of your life. Now, if you're you know, 75 and you're learning this for the first time, well, hey, it's not too late. It's not too late to learn some new things that will help you live a better life to fulfill the call of God that he's put on your life. Eight-week commitment is nothing compared to your health. You can have everything and not have your health, and you have nothing. So I'd like you to put it on your schedule. Plan it in. Literally put this on your smartphone. Have it remind you about when your group meets and when the extra meetings are and Sunday mornings and 
commit to all of it, to be there and not miss it. And say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to level up. Because if you don't make that commitment right now, tonight, today, that it's in danger of not happening. <laughs> you can do this. So make the commitment right now. Just say in your mind, I'm going to be there for all of them. I will not miss a week. Decide it now. Family members are so important in the support in this. The family members you have in church here and also in your own family. I am so fortunate to be a part of a family that is very supportive where all the family members are supportive of me. Joy, I mean, you know, you guys know Joy. She's this little tiny thing. And, and uh, I'm like triple. I'm three Joys fit inside me. And uh, so she's doing all this stuff for me. Today we purged... She purged uh, our pantry and our refrigerator. And if you don't know what a purge means, then get the Daniel Plan book and you'll see exactly how to purge that thing. So basically what it means is you go in and you throw away all my favorite stuff. And so I told her, I mean, I was really, really worried about this. And so I told her, I said, listen, don't throw it away, just... Put it on the counter and give me a chance to go in there and look at it and <laughs> say goodbye. And so I went out there and it was like, wow, the refrigerator's empty now. And it was a, a period of mourning. And I picked out a couple things and pleaded to have that put back in. And she agreed. So I was able to save some things. But um, that's what it's going to take for me. Uh, to be able to make this change, to level up in my life. You need to make a goal. If the physical category is the one you're going to shoot for, then I want to encourage you to make a goal. I've made a goal for myself. Here's my goal. I weighed myself this morning. You know, telling people how much you weigh, that's pretty a personal thing. I mean, that's right up there with, you know, what did you pay for your house and how much did you make last year? It's not advisable to ask anyone how much they weigh. Or say to a woman, you look pregnant. I've tried that before. It's not recommended. (laughs) Oh, you're pregnant. No. But I told you I was going to tell you mine. Because I want to lead by example. Your pastor is not perfect. I don't have everything figured out. You can judge my life, and you probably do every week. But you can judge my life by looking at my family. That's my credibility. My children and my wife and my family. And are they cared for and are they loved? Do they love me and do they love God? And you can make those judgments and see what my character is like. But I want to lead by example and stand up in front of you and say... That I need to level up. I need to have a a transformation in this area of my life. And so if you are in that category with me, then let's join together and let's see what God will do. I weighed myself this morning and I was thinking about lying to you. (laughs) I I told Joe, I said, I'm not, I'm going to tell tell a different number. Uh, Because if I said a bigger number than what I am, then you see the pressure's off for losing the weight. 
but of course I can't lie. So she was there. She knows what it is. So I weighed myself this morning. I was 307 pounds. So you can go ahead and gasp. And so I am going to, my goal over the next, uh, what is it, uh, about 10 weeks. I'm going to start this week. actually started today. So this week and the next week and then all through the community groups. And I uh, plan on losing between two and three pounds a week. That's my goal. Two and three pounds a week. And so what does that come to? Uh, two pounds times uh, 10 weeks is 20 pounds. All right, so 20 pounds or uh, if you do three, then that's 20, 30 pounds. So I'm in there somewhere, okay? Between 20 and 30. And that's my goal over the next uh, 10 weeks. And... Losing weight, I was told by the resident expert. If you don't know who I'm referring to when I always talk about the fitness and health expert, it's Trevor, right? You know, that's who it is. So the, the, the resident expert told me that you, you learn uh, you, or you lose weight not in like this, you know, just consistent. But it's, you know, you plateau and it's, it's different. So, but on an average, that's what my goal is. And that's what I'm praying about. I dedicated my body to God. I'm going to follow the Daniel plan, and anybody who wants to join me can. I've got five books here with me tonight. I paid 15 bucks each for them, and I'll give it to you for whatever you can afford. All right? So if you, can, you only got a dollar, that's good enough. If you got 15, great. But five people that want to join me, you can grab the book tonight. The rest of you will have to get it off of Amazon. It's super easy. Get it yourself, have it in a few days because we live so close. It's time to believe God, to have faith for success in these different areas of our lives. So I hope that you will take this seriously. You'll pick a category for yourself and then you'll join us on this journey to see what God will do.